0: For better part of two decades, we have been blessed by Shane Doan. We've been joined by Shane Doan. We've been entertained by Shane Doan. We've got a new era, don't we, Jarrett? Another Doan. We've got another Doan. His son, Josh Doan, member of the Coyotes, joining us. Good morning, Josh. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing?
1: Good, thanks for having me guys
0: Alright, so I, I gotta ask you this Because like, when I'm out with my kids And somebody notices me or recognizes me My kids don't want to hear any part of it They don't want anything They don't want to hear anything good about their dad Are you over that with your dad?
1: <laughs> no, I think it's it's Something me and my siblings Have kind of dealt with our, our whole lives So it's just Kind of become normal at this point And he likes to talk a lot as As you guys might know So when people do recognize them, we do get stuck for for quite a while. <laughs> My kids try to tell me,
2: "Dad, nobody nobody cares about you. You're not famous." Right, exactly. Of course, of course, right. Josh, you don't really have the option to tease your dad about that. Although he's moving on from the valley now, that's got to be a little bit of a weird deal after being entrenched here for so many so many years.
1: Yeah, yeah, it something that I think he he wanted to to kind of try out and, and see what it was like. But obviously Arizona is his home and, and he loves all Arizona sports more than, more than anyone I know. So it was obviously a tough decision for yeah, him.
0: yeah, no, but speaking of tough decisions, I know it wasn't hard for you to leave ASU and to go pro, but update us. You were recently at the development development camp that just took place with the Coyotes. Update us on where you're at and, and how you feel about your place in the organization.
1: Yeah, I think development camp is always a, a time to... To to get better and and we talked about it as an organization before the camp started that, that no one's really making a team out of development camp it's it's kind of to help you grow and and get to know the other young guys but getting an opportunity to compete and and be out there with the coyotes coaches and the, and the Tucson staff is obviously something that you got to take advantage of so I felt I felt really good and and now it's just, just training to get stronger still and, and try and prep myself for the training camp.
2: Hey Josh, take me back real quick to your experience at ASU, uh, the hockey program there. Where, where, what was it like? Uh, where do you think the program is? And then in terms of going forward now, the move to the NCHHC, uh what that means uh, for Greg Powers and the, and the entire program now going forward?
1: Yeah, I think I had an, I had an amazing two years there and and obviously, they're in a really good spot right now with with their team coming up next year, and and just getting that new division does nothing but but help. Obviously, recruiting wise, they they have all the tools now to to go get anyone they want. There's there's no reason for anyone not to want to come to ASU anymore for hockey because they have the conference, they have the arena and the facilities, and and they have the location to to be an elite school in hockey. And I'm really excited to see where they can they can go from here. Uh, I'm excited to see how they'll do this year. I think they have a really good team this year and a lot of good good forwards up front that... I'm excited to see how they can do, and obviously with DJ and that, you always have a chance to win, so it'll be a fun year for them.
0: We are speaking with the Coyotes' Josh Doan, son of Shane Doan. Uh, We were joking about your dad, Josh, uh, but but I want to ask you seriously, because sometimes it's not an easy thing uh, for a young man to to, to emerge from the shadows of a famous father, particularly if you're in the same endeavor. Um, How have you managed that? Have there been struggles with that? Has it all been positive? What has that journey been like for you?
1: Yeah, I think it's it's obviously a little different experience, but it's something that he's helped us with our whole lives is just by taking the pressure off everything. He, he allowed us to, to play hockey or do whatever we wanted for just the fun and enjoyment of the game, not not because he made us or forced us into it. So when you get the choice to just play for fun and and it's on your own accord, then it takes a little bit of that stress off. But obviously, it's something you're going to deal with your whole life. Is, is hearing about who your dad is, and, and that's just something you got to kind of take day by day. And at the end of the day, it is still still a game. So you just have to enjoy it and, and have fun when you're out there.
2: Josh, how much was he a coach slash mentor for you growing up in terms of playing the game? I mean, because obviously you had access to one of the best hockey players in the world growing up, playing the sport as a young as a young player, a young man.
1: Yeah, I think early on when when he was still playing, it was it was a little different, and and we would take it more on on the terms of just watching games with him at night and and listening to him talk. And he would he, I remember always getting mad at him because he would stop the games and go back and, and show me <laughs> things that that I missed or something, and and I wanted to watch the games live because. I'd get alerts when, when stuff would happen, so I'd get all upset. But looking back at it, it obviously was something really valuable. And and then once he retired, it was three years of just getting to work with him on the ice and, and having him take over and, and help me and a bunch of other young guys like Matthew Nyes and Riley Stewart. and It kind of helped us all grow our games.
0: And and along the way, I'm sure you learned, You received a master's class in, in things like leadership and character, the things that really defined your father as a captain, as one of the better captains in, in, in NHL history. What did you learn about that intangible stuff, about how to carry yourself, about how to relate with others, about how to lead others?
1: Yeah, I think the, the first thing he told all of us was, was uh, at some point, hockey comes to an end, so so be a good person because he'd rather have a good person on his team than, than a good hockey player at the end of the day. And I mean, it, it carries such a value to to just be liked by your teammates and, and enjoy the time that you have with them. And, and then getting to know everybody is, is a huge thing because everyone's so different and everyone has their own different values that, that they can bring to a team. So he taught us a lot of, on terms of that and, it almost all started with, with treating our siblings and, and our mom right at home and, and then branching out from there. It's great stuff.
0: All right, when you when you take a look, you've also got a unique opportunity here to, to play for an NHL team in the same building where you played your college career. And I, I'm not sure that has happened before. Maybe it has, and I'm just not aware of it. What do you think of that opportunity, and what is a realistic timeline for you to get to the big club?
1: Yeah, I think... Obviously, we get an opportunity to to play in Mullet again with with the Coyotes. It would be something super special, and it it, it would be a, a unique experience. Where I'm kind of used to the the facility that I'll be in, and and I know the ins and out of the arena. But at, at the end of the day, it's it's all just coming down to these next couple months and and preparing myself for training camp, and hopefully giving myself the best shot I can. And if not, then throughout the year, working my way to get up. I, I don't know if the timeline is, is hard to tell with, with everything going on right now. And I think just continuing to work and, and giving myself the best chance as soon as possible is is my goal.
2: Well, Josh, appreciate your time, man. The uh, Before I let you go, though, I I, I did want to ask, and I, I know your dad's moved on to a different organization, but when the Coyote organization lost the Tempe vote, how did that hit home in the Doan family? Because I know uh, having – the, the, for the Doan fan, for you, for you growing up here, and what your dad has meant to the organization, and I know your dad campaigned very hard on behalf of the Coyotes before he left, uh, to 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 have that not go the organization's way, how did that sting the the Doan household, if you will?
1: Yeah, I think we were all we were all pretty upset with with the idea that that Tempe voted no against against the arena and and the opportunity to have. Such a nice facility and, and surroundings to to a hockey market for for Arizona. But at the end of the day, I don't, if the people in Tempe didn't didn't want the arena there, then it's it's really hard to argue with that. Considering we aren't Tempe residents, so it's it's hard to really go against them or anything that they, that they wanted to do. Obviously, that they're still looking for a place to play now, and hopefully they can they can find one soon. But at the end of the day, it was, it was something that kind of caught us by surprise, as as well as everyone else in the valley, that that we would say no to a a facility and a opportunity like that. But I think at the end of the day, it's it's something that we're going to have to move forward from now and and hopefully find a new place.
2: How would you describe your dad's emotions? Was he surprised? Was he devastated? Was he pissed? I mean, could you put that into words for us?
1: Yeah, I think he was obviously frustrated by by the idea of it. But at the same time, being in Arizona over the past couple couple of years and, and understanding that it's hard to get a new arena and, and dealing with that over and over again, it, I think over the time it just continues to get repetitive with with trying to find a rink in Arizona is getting Parfait hard. Of but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he was he was obviously upset, and and it was something that he was looking forward to. But there there's not much we could have done as as soon as the votes came out.
0: All right, prior to your appearance today, Josh, did uh, your dad warn you about our producer by any chance? Did he uh, give you a heads up? No, no he I did? did. Okay. All right, well, uh, let's. here's hoping that you will last as long in the valley as your father did and that you, you and our producer will have the kind of relationship that he has with your dad. He trolls your dad all the time. They go back and forth yes. all the time. That's what they basically
1: do. <laughs> Perfect.
0: Perfect, right? Thank Good-spirited you to, uh, right, exactly. ribbing
1: between us. Exactly. Josh, thank yeah. you
0: for your time, man. Good luck carrying the family flag. We really appreciate your time this morning.